This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hi, folks. Uh, welcome to another episode of Pro Football in the 1970s. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski, and the topic of this discussion is called When You Need a Scoring Drive. Now, during the 1970s, there were many men who played the position of quarterback in the National Football League. And during the same time, there were also quite a few men who played the position fairly well, to the point that they had winning records, admirable statistics, possibly had even won a championship or two. But what separated the good, the very good, and the very great quarterbacks of that era, or really indeed of any era, was the ability to take their team straight down the length of the field and score a winning touchdown when the game had less than two minutes on the clock. The infamous two-minute warning. Well, those are the pressure moments and the pressure couple of minutes where a signal caller's greatness can truly be tested. But the men who could do it in the playoffs were actually paving the way for their own legends to exist and to grow and to be remembered to this very day. In February of 1982, the great John Madden penned an article for Pro Magazine which detailed one specific moment during his pro coaching career for the Oakland Raiders. It was a description of the famous Sea of Hands playoff game between his Raiders and the defending world champion Miami Dolphins on December 21, 1974. The article takes a close look at the decisions that his quarterback, the future Hall of Famer Ken Stabler, made during the final two minutes of that contest. The scene is set at the Oakland Coliseum, and the Dolphins own a 26-21 lead with just two minutes left on the clock. Now, Stabler had the nickname of Snake for a reason. During those pressure-packed moments, you could just see from his facial expression and the way that he handled his demeanor that he just wasn't going to be phased by what lay in front of him and in front of his team. It might have been Stabler's greatest moment as a pro quarterback during his entire career, come to think of it. One of Coach Madden's primary goals when dealing with a two-minute offense was to save timeouts. Madden claimed that he would much rather see a pass out of bounds, or almost anything really, rather than burning up timeouts. Stabler felt the same way, and in the playoff game in 74 versus Miami, Stabler used his timeouts only when he really had to, very sparingly. Uh, but he was a smart enough guy to, to use them all, with the last one coming with 35 seconds left in the game. Stabler may have been a clutch quarterback, but he was also a practical one. He knew that even though he wanted to save his timeouts, he also realized that it was foolish to have the final gun sound with one or more timeouts still left on the clock, left in his satchel, so to speak. Madden hated that too. But Madden also admitted that Oakland would not have won that game if they had wasted a timeout earlier in the second half. The Dolphins' defense knew that Stabler had to throw the ball, as the Raiders needed a touchdown, and they were 68 yards away from getting it when their drive started. Stabler managed to complete six passes in that drive, and he used a timeout only when necessary. The first of those moments came following an 18-yard completion to wide out Fred Bolitnikoff, which established a first down at the Miami 43-yard line. Madden said that Stabler was trying to establish the right rhythm with crisp pacing 
and without panicking. Stabler did just that on the very next play when he hit Bolitnikoff again, this time for a 20-yard gain. That placed the ball at the Dolphins' 23-yard line, and there was exactly one minute left on the clock. Not too bad. Madden said that Stabler realized that Miami quarterbacks and their outside linebackers were sticking tight to the sidelines in the event that the Raiders tried some passes toward the sidelines, which would stop the clock and save their timeouts. So, uh, to counter that move, Stabler sent his pass receivers over the middle where traffic from the Dolphin defenders would not be as congested as it normally would be. Both of Blitnikoff's first down catches on the drive were located in the middle of the field near the hash marks. Stabler still had two timeouts left in his pocket, but he refused to use them at this time. In fact, he would wait for two more plays before he called his next timeout. The first one of those two plays was a short four-yard pass to Cliff Branch. On the next play, Stabler hit Frank Pitts for a five-yard gain. The ball at first popped out of Pitts' grasp, but the veteran wideout snared it before he was tackled. Stabler then immediately called a timeout. The Raiders were now perched at the Miami 14-yard line, and they had one timeout left at this point. Now, one factor that had inadvertently aided the Raiders to get this deep into Dolphin territory was the fact that the Miami defense was playing a prevent coverage strategy. Stabler was quick to notice this, and he was quick to take advantage of it by having his wide receivers like Bolitnikoff and Pitts run patterns that stayed well underneath of those deep zone coverages. The field was now much shorter for the Raiders. They knew that they only needed to gain 14 yards for the winning score. Madden urged Stabler to do anything except to take a sack. Stabler decided to cross up the Miami defense by handing the ball off on a running play. Uh, Clarence Davis gained six yards and a first down on that running play, and Stabler then immediately called his team's final timeout. There was now 35 seconds left to play, and the pigskin was perched at the Miami 8-yard line. Stabler's next play became possibly the greatest single play in Raiders history. The snake was chased out of his passing pocket, was tripped up by Miami defensive end Vern Denherter, and heaved the ball into the end zone. It was probably a pass that Stabler should not have thrown because his setback, Clarence Davis, was double covered in the end zone. But Davis somehow managed to catch the ball anyway, and thereby secured Oakland's 28-26 victory over the two-time world champion Dolphins. Ken Stabler has had a few great moments in quarterbacking the Raiders, most importantly a victory in Super Bowl XI in January of 1977. But he will always be known as a clutch quarterback, and a great clutch quarterback at that. just want to thank you folks for listening in. Hope you have a great holiday season. This is your host, Joe Zagorski. Looking forward to talking to you again sometime in the future when we discuss more great moments in pro football in the 1970s. Take care. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.